podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Chapman Beaton. Welcome to an old form match reaction here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. As Rangers beat Celtic by one goal to nil and without having a single shot on target. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me on this magnificent, beautiful, spectacular day is Ali Pearson. How are we doing lads? I'm, I'm absolutely fucking knackered after that. Oh, again, I don't even know what I think but Oh, things you love to see us playing pitch and actually winning that game. Oh, it's beautiful. And Scott Gemmell. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Perplexed. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, to be honest. So, uh, Rangers are now 19 points clear at the top of the table. How many uh, points? 19. Oh, God. Only that many. <laughs> and and today, in my opinion, um, we've put the foot on the throat of the enemy and we've fully put our fate in our own hands. Not the greatest performance by any stretch of the imagination by Rangers, but it's it's three huge, massive, glorious points and I am fucking delighted about it. So we'll try and dissect the game a wee bit as much as we possibly can. So we'll get into the starting eleven today. It was McGregor. Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Roof and Morelos. So, Ali, pretty happy with the team. I think it was we were all kind of expecting that, to be fair. Maybe yeah. the, the one we were shocked was maybe Halander not starting. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I wasn't that shocked, to be fair. That was the one position I did kind of mention. I'd heard people say possibly Balogun for Halander. I did say Halander. I do like Halander, but I think he's put Balogun in for his pace today, which build them out a couple of times today actually so no no complaints I was happy enough for that team Scotia are you the same? Yeah no I thought Balogun would come in because the team I think the team got leaked from Celtic last night didn't it? And then I was the wrong team, team. Wrong team oh, but was, was it always a different team? Ah oh, well sorry sorry about that um, so no but I thought um, if Griffiths was going to play although he's got a wee pot belly he's quite a speedy wee player in and about the place so I thought Balogun would come in and for that, um, so, no, no too many shots. So, yeah, the first half was, in all honesty, lads, I'll, I'll be honest, it was a fucking shit show from Rangers, to be honest. It was horrific. It was. <laughs> one, of the, one of the worst 45s we've played this season, if not the worst 45 um, of the season. Again, two minutes into the game, I've said it to you before, um, Ali, I think since we've started this podcast, we've seemed to just concede a chance within the first couple of minutes, and First real chance was for Celtic in two minutes. Celtic got up the pitch far too easily. Um, McGregor runs past pretty much everybody, completely bypasses our midfield, gets it to Edward, but he's denied by a by a great save from Alan McGregor, and it's not the, the best save that McGregor makes today. He's in five minutes. Rangers have not started the game really at all. Celtic breaking through our lines far too easily. Balogun tries, a, tries to clear a long ball when he should really be leaving it to go through to the keeper. Turnbull gets the ball with Griffiths. Griffiths shots deflected and it's saved by McGregor. On eight minutes, Rangers again really struggling to get anything going. Celtic shape stopping any space for Rangers midfield. Celtic have definitely started the better team and that takes us to really the 10th minute. But I think we were all in the discussion. We were obviously all in a, in a chat during this game. But within the first 10 minutes, I'm thinking we could get fucking pumped here, Ali. 
Yeah, I was, well, we spoke before the game and says the first 10 minutes we'll know what Rangers team have turned up. And we found out quite quickly, <laughs> before 10 minutes, what Rangers team turned up. I was really disappointed in Rangers. I wanted Rangers to go out there and get right into Celtic, and we didn't. We sat off them. And, I mean, you need, as much as you fucking hate the bastards, you need to give them a bit of credit. They came, they, I mean, they had to win, but they came. They looked like a team that had to win, and they looked more aggressive. They wanted every second ball they won. And how they didn't score within the first 10 minutes is beyond me. Yeah. Scotia, how were you feeling after 10 minutes? Um petrified to be honest um, it was looking oh, I didn't want to even kind of consider how it was going to look because they were looking very very strong and I uh, feared for the worst for us to be honest yeah it wasn't great as I say it's, um, to be honest I don't think Rangers were great the entire game which makes it even fucking better the fact that we're sitting here <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I say on, on the 12 minute Rangers kind of getting pulled all over the place too many of their players getting far too much space. Leads to McGregor um, getting a shot away, um, but it's just by the post. Celtic pressing Rangers all over the pitch. We're not really getting any time or space to do anything or to build any sort of momentum. 15 minutes, really. Celtic definitely started the better of the two teams. Rangers are probably lucky, lucky not to be behind, uh, not to be behind, sorry, um, with the chances Celtic have had. The first kind of half chance for Rangers comes in the 19th minute. Um, good kind of first bit of possession that we had in the final third. Good work by Ryan Kent, um, who was probably looking our most dangerous in the first half. Um, the low cross from Aribo gets to Morelos, but he gets no real kind of no real kind of great contact on it. So again, that's really us at twenty minutes, and we're still pretty much in the same position that we were in the first ten. I'm, I'm waiting for Rangers to wake up. I'm waiting for Rangers to start playing football. 21 minutes, I say, this, a lot of this is just kind of constant me saying that we were getting pulled apart by Celtic too much, but um, I'm going to try and be as honest as I can, even though inside right now um, I'm doing somersaults and all sorts of different dances at how delighted I am about this, but 20, 21 minutes, Rangers making it far too easy for Celtic to make passes in their final third. Um, I mean, when, it, when Rangers were even winning it back, we were making it too easy just to give away. Leads to Griffiths getting the ball at the end of the box. But this save from Alan McGregor, I think, is truly world class. It's why we have Alan, Alan McGregor um, in the sticks. He, he was he was outstanding today, and I'll jump to it right now. There's no man that's not getting man of the match. It's Alan McGregor. It has to be. There isn't, and I think that kind of tells you everything about the, the story of the game. Ali, how are you feeling with after that save? Well, I wasn't feeling great to be honest because Celtic were first every ball. I thought our midfield was shocking the first half, absolutely shocking. They looked scared to be fair. I thought Aribo was, I mean, I've blown smoke up Aribo's arse recently, but today he looked like a rabbit in headlights half the time. Then he went to ball, went backwards all the time. He didn't play his game, which he should. He's only playing Celtic, they're not fucking Barcelona for fuck's sake. But when McGregor made that save, I mean, we've all grown up through nine in a row with Andy Gorham when we used to go to Parkhead and Celtic would batter us for 90 minutes and he would fucking... I mean, he went into their dressing room and threw the glove in and went, smell the glove. He was... They hated him. And it was... It was similar to that today. What a save. I mean, it was world-class. I mean, 38, Alan McGregor is, and he's still pulling off world-class saves like that. And that's why he's our number one keeper. Yeah, Scotia, he's got no right to save that, does he, really? No, well... Aye, the one from Lee Griffiths, aye. But there was one before that where um, the boys get pulled back from offside. And he was also saving that one and all, if you remember that. Yeah. 
And I mean, I, as Ali says, like Celtic were fucking all over us. I mean, completely all over us, and we were all at sea. I don't know what the fuck we were doing. It did not. Um, well at all, mate. Um, I, my next note is the twenty-second minute that just says I am not enjoying this game at all. <laughs> no, no. Like, I mean, for like, th- well, I even say thirty minutes. You could fucking times that by two, and say you're not having the best games. But um, I what Ali says there about Shagger, he is is he world class? I think he still is. Yeah, I think he is. I think well. We'll have a conversation about who we think are world-class players that have played for Rangers. And the only one you can compare them to right now is probably the goalie. Yeah. And he's he's coming in there. I mean, um, we've, you, me and you have talked about having a wee conversation about our best Rangers teams. He could be in that kind of conversation. Without I think so. Yeah, I think so, mate. I think he's, as I say, it's 401 appearances now for McGregor for Rangers and he just he's so consistent and he's still just there every time that he's called upon. He has his moments from time to time, um, but I mean, the save to, that save today saves the game, Rangers, for really, for my, my opinion. And I say, I don't really have another note right up until the 30th minute where all I've put is the first 30 minutes, Rangers have shown nothing. Um, we can't keep possession, can't get out the half. Long ball to no one constantly. Midfield non-existent, pretty much what you were saying, Ali. Front three offering very little in a way of getting us up the park. And it really just looked like it was inevitable. It looked like, I mean, at 30 minutes, I'm already going, fucking get me to half time at nothing yeah. each. Ali? Yeah. No, I, I was the exact same. I was like, if we can get a fucking half time nil-nil and he can put a rock up their arse or even slightly change it, I'd be delighted. It was, it was coming. You've seen it coming. It was going to come. And... How the fuck it didn't come? Well, obviously, Alan McGregor was that fucking reason why it didn't come. But, yeah, we offered nothing. A lot of players today, I, I don't know I don't know what was wrong with them. I mean, they had a chance. I mean, we've won the game, obviously, but they had a chance to go out there and show Celtic, look, we are the fucking top dogs here. And they kind of, I think they sat off them and gave them too much respect. And why? Well, they're not a good team, Celtic. They played well today, but they're not a great team. And I just thought a lot of players shat the bed in the first half and, Aye, wasn't he great? I, I would agree, mate. I think there was far too much respect shown to Celtic, and I, I, it, it boggles my mind to why um, Rangers decided to, to approach it that way. And look, I know they're the, right now they're the second best team in Scotland. Um, it's just the way that it is, and I, I, obviously the money that these players are getting paid is is kind of evidence of that. But it just looked like. You're right, Rangers looked scared. We looked like we were kind of getting intimidated by it. It looked like the pressure was on us and not on them. The pressure was completely on them. Um, so the, the, the first half was very, 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 very disappointing. It was uh, not the Rangers that I, I expected to see. So as I say, we're really moving on through towards the end of the, the first half. Again, Rangers looking off the pace, look happy to let Celtic have the ball, pass the ball around, no one really looking up for it. 35 minutes, a lack of dig and strength shown by Rangers. Leads again to Griffiths getting another shot away, but it's past the post. 38 minutes, Rangers get the first booking. Surprise, surprise. And it's Davis um, on IR. The Celtic are breaking forward again. Rangers look like we're going to finally get a wee break of the ball with Morelos as he breaks through. Um, but all fair. Fair play to the, the wee 13-year-old 
bird that's returning home for, for Benidorm where Hero braided um, it, she does make a fantastic tackle to be fair and kind of stops Merlos getting the chance so really kind of takes us up to half time Scotia how are you feeling? I was going to say it's just wee Bernie from Rabsey isn't it? <laughs> that's, what, that's what she looks like um, no I'm at half time I'm thinking thank god we've got any fucking half time to be honest um, how have we got away with this without conceding so you know that's the overriding feeling for me just fucking relief to be honest yeah Ali were you the same hi <laughs> I was delighted I mean my dad phoned us at half time and he was saying to me Hopefully it's a game of two halves. So that's what he said to me. I mean, I think everyone sat there in kind of disbelief in the way we'd approached this game, the way we'd played. But the only positive you could take out of it was it's still nil nil. We still got a chance, and Celtic must have went in at half time. They would have been when you seen they were out right before, way before us in the second half. They were desperate to get going again, and they probably thought it was going to come. That it was going to come, but. We couldn't have played that bad in the second half again. Obviously, we'll come on to the second half. But no, I was, in a weird way, I, I was delighted to get nil-nil just the way the game was going. I don't think I've ever been happier to hear a half-time whistle, mate, um, <laughs> to be honest. I was I was delighted to get in at nothing each. Rangers, to say, really not doing anything at all. Celtic completely in control. Really disappointing from Rangers' perspective. The only positive you can take is Alan McGregor and the fact that it is still nothing each. Rangers just needed to wake up and kind of realise that they're, they're playing Celtic and not playing, as you said, not playing Barcelona and not playing fucking whoever else. But also as well, we had to, we had to, I don't mean show them no respect. I mean show them the respect of to go and right, well, it isn't a St. Johnston, it's not a St. Mum. You need to be more awake. You need to be more on the ball. You need to be sharper with what you're doing because they're quite, some of their players are really good. And I'm not going to sit here and say that they're all shite because they're not. They are, they're, some of their players are really, really good. But it was like Rangers were just struggling to get anything going. The momentum was just not there. And we spoke at half time about the possibility of maybe Rangers changing their shape. And I we'd said about going to maybe a four, um, a four, two, three, one to try and get some sort of control with the midfield. We then seen that Hadji was coming on. I immediately thought Adibo would come off because I thought he was piss poor in the first half. But it turned out it was Roof that went off. Now, initially I was a wee bit head scratch moment at this point. What, what what were you thinking, Nally, when you seen that Rufford went off for Hadji? Same as you. I mean, I've, I've said umpteen times I've blown smoke up Joe Rebo's arse. I love watching Joe Rebo, but I thought today, the first half, he was abysmal. I thought he was a shadow of the player that we know he is. He was he, he looked like a scared boy in the park. He didn't want the ball. When he got the ball, it went backwards. He can't do that in games like this. So, yeah, I was the same. I thought with Joe Rebo. When I seen it was Ruff, I mean... It wasn't really in the game, Roof, but you could say that the whole front three weren't really in the game. He's our top goal scorer up front, Roof. You're probably thinking, hmm, what's he doing? But I was surprised. I was really surprised it was Roof that came off. But no, I was I was happy that he made the change anyway. Yeah, I would agree. I think something had to change. We were at the point where we can't continue to do the same thing because I think it would have been inevitable for... Celtic getting a goal, um, so it was that was the same shape, the same shape for Rangers. Sorry, um, as you say, you maybe would have thought it would have been a rebo, um, just to kind of try and get some sort of control with the midfield. But Hadji looked bright when he came on. Um, it looked like he was he was right up for it. The kind of first five minutes of the the first half was pretty much the same thing. Um, we were just getting constantly pressed and losing possession. Um, 
and when we win it back, we were just getting possession away. So Hadji's first involvement is on the 50th minute. He gets the first real shot at goal, not on target, but at goal. Um, could maybe have slid in Morelos with this one when he gets at the edge of the box, but he still looked more positive and it looked like he was trying to change the direction of, of the play. So you've got to kind of give him credit for that. But then again, just back to what we were talking about in the first half, Kamara got beat off Fringpong today. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Must have must have been nearly double figures the amount of time he got beat down down that uh, right-hand side. And as I say, we're up to pretty much 55 minutes and I'm still thinking not much has changed here. So, Scotia, first 10 minutes of the second half, which, what's your thoughts? Uh, Kenny, similar to the first, as I was saying, you know, those, you know, 30 minutes in and, yeah, Hadji coming on, I think did make a wee bit, I could notice it straight away that there was a wee bit of difference, there was a wee bit more intent it was still the same. Celtic were still the better team, I thought. You know, they were pressing us as we would like to press teams. And, yeah, I think we were all over the place at points. But Hadji gave us that wee kind of small outball at that point. Yeah, I would agree, Ali, with you feeling along the same lines at this point. Yeah, I, I, I thought Hadji made a big difference. We'll probably come on to Hadji later on. I thought Hadji had a really good second half, but he, he did make a difference, like Scotia was saying. He, he held the ball up for us well. He, he kind of gave us an out ball, but they were still the better team, Celtic. I mean, they were coming down where Barisic was all the time, and Kamara was out there, and there was times that fucking ping pong. Kamara was just jogging at the stadium, and he was going by him. I was like, what are you doing, Kamara? Ping pong, aye, but ping pong. You know, I know he's talking ping pong, honestly. Get on, honestly. Fuck me. But, um, so, yeah, uh, no, I mean, it was. It looked pretty much it was going along, kind of along the same lines. But again, the first kind of positive moment from Rangers really in the whole game, and the, probably the best bit of play that we've had from this point was just on the fifty-fifth minute, and. It was Tav beating a few men down the right-hand side, bursting forward. Gets it out to Barisic on the left-hand side. It's a deep ball. Hadji wins the ball back. Gets it to Aribo, who cuts it into Morelos. Makes a wee bit of space. Free cell and gets a shot away, but it's blocked by Ayer. Now, I'm not one for giving praise to, to, to Celtic quite much, but um, I thought Ayer was pretty solid for them. I thought he was he, he played really well for them, to be fair. And he was probably the... He was definitely the best out of the centre-backs because we're just about to come on to... Chapman beat on. So, um, Balogun, again, really stops Celtic getting a, a decent shot at goal from Edward. They kind of last bit of last ditch defending from him uh, stops the shot. Rangers really get the first break in the game. So, the ball forward from Tav to Morelos. Morelos is turned um, beat on inside out, really, um, just without even touching the ball, and he's away from him. And beat on, there's no other word I can really say about it. It's a rugby tackle, and it brings him to the ground, and it's a stonewall red card because Morelos is away. There's no doubt about it. What is he thinking about here, Ali? I was, I was flabbergasted. I mean, Morelos got goal side him, spun him, and he's away. But if I'm beat on with the record Morelos has got against Celtic, I mean, he might fucking miss it for all he knows. And where he took him, took him out of the game, it, it's not as if he was right in front of the goal. He still had to go towards... I mean, he would have got a shot away. But it was it was fucking daft by him. And he just... For all the momentum Celtic had, he just, like a light switch, flicked it fucking off and gave it to Rangers. It was... If, if it was the other way around, and that was Rangers playing the way Celtic did today and a Rangers player did, I would be absolutely fucking fuming 
and I think he's probably cost Neil Lennon his job tonight. And you know what the Tims are like, throwing sharks and barriers, whatever it is, up at Parkhead. He'll need to get himself out of Glasgow now because he'll be the next target for them. I thought it yeah. was shocking off him. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. I think he's probably going to need to go into hiding, and I find that fucking hilarious. I really do. Scott, you the same. What is what's Beaton thinking here, really? Well, I think this tells you all about the game when this is the first point that I stand up and scream and go like, <laughs> happy, excited, going like, yes. Because, I mean, what is he, I? What is he doing? That's it's ridiculous. I mean, see, even if he just takes him down with like a wee clip of the heels or something, that's probably not going to be a red card. No, I think, tackle. I think it would be. I think it would be. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he, I mean, I know Ayers on his way back there, but yeah. the, way, the way the ball would bounce, and if Morelos gets the next touch of that ball, then he's he's pretty much in the box, and the, yeah. the, the touch after that's a shot. So yeah, I can, it's, it's definitely a red. I don't think there can be really any debate about it, even though that I can't wait for the Masonic conspiracies and the fucking Bobby Madden's a brother and all this to happen. I'm, I'm <laughs> near people to that. Red getting ready to throw the sharks. Well, can he throw the sharks at Lennon? Well, I think he might. <laughs> um, so yeah well, pretty much resulting straight after that from the free kick obviously from going off Rangers should probably score here um, I think it was Balogun Ali you think it was Hadji oh, but was Hadji, I think it was Balogun Hadji and Goldson that were all there I, I think all three of them got their head to it but it, nothing came of it but it's 65 minutes my next note was what a lifeline Rangers have been handed here they beat on red card and Rangers start to control possession as you would expect 67 minutes, great work from Tav. Wins as a free kick. Barisic strikes it, but it's deflected out for a corner. And the resulting corner leads in the goal. So the header at the near post, Maribo, hits off Kyle McGregor to result in an own goal. We are one nothing up. How the fuck has this happened? <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't can, can believe it. <laughs> I, I lay down on the floor at this point in amazement. I couldn't believe what the fuck happened, but... No, I mean, we talked about that beating thing. It swung the complete game. And I thought at that point, I thought Steve Davis was outstanding. He just dictated the whole game. He tell Aribo, he tell Kamara, you go there, you go there. And he just dictated that game. And he was on a booking Davis too. I thought he was outstanding second half. But, I mean, we slagged big Aribo. But he gets a touch. McGregor, he probably can't do much about it. And, I mean, they were playing that Barkas today. And we never tested him once. And he's pish. He flapped at a ball earlier on, I think. And to be one up in that game, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe what I was watching here. And I thought, fuck me, what's going on here? Yeah, Scott, I mean, it's obviously a, a bit of an obvious question, mate, but what a fucking relief to get a fucking goal. Oh, it definitely is, man. And, um, you know, I'm, I've spoke to you before. I actually, taking off the stone chat here, I actually think Cal McGregor's quite a good player. Um Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was lovely, lovely to see it going off of him. And um, as Ali was saying about the Barkas thing, um, I think was it Barisic had a chance. He just later on, one earlier he did flap at one. Yeah, but no, there was one. Uh, Carney, you can maybe say if it's later on or not. Because I've like I've written no notes down at all. <laughs> I've just been going off what's like, on in the game, but it's. See, I've never took notes for a Rangers-Celtic game in my entire life. I know I've started a podcast, mate. Start this now. The one you're talking about, mate, I've got the idea. All right, no worries. You can keep this in, by the way. It's fine. Because I'm like the adrenaline's fucking pumping through me at the moment. I did um, 
but there was one I that know. Um there was one where um Barkas was leaning over his right hand post and he was giving Barisic all the left hand side and it just yeah, taken just yeah, took a yeah, nick yeah. off. That was just before the goal. Yeah, it was just well, was it? Oh, was that that was that that yeah. one? Oh well. Fucking <laughs> hell. Aye, but uh, fucking I, I don't care for fucking one. <laughs> Oh, so it's seventy-third minute. We can move on. Uh, Rangers nearly the master of their own downfall. Uh, messing about with the ball at the back leads to a shot from Celtic. El El Yanusi or El Mohammed, don't know one or two of them. Yeah, two um, of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what one it was. Uh, the ball just dips over the bar, and then the the superstar centre back that is Mister Duffy. Um, it's a fucking horrible tackle that he doesn't rank in here. He's trying to take him out. He's tried his hardest to take him out, and. He could have got a red for this, to be fair. Um, I don't care, it's great, because it means he's pissed off and it fucking delights me because I hate him. Um, and obviously, Alfie gets booked for... Um, Being Alfie. Up, but he sticks up for Kent. At the end of the day, he's doing the right thing. See if, it, see if that's no Alfredo Morelos. If Itton had already been on the park at this point and Itton does that, Itton doesn't get booked for it. Yep. It's only because he's Alfredo Morelos, that's why he's being booked. Yeah. Gerard does the right thing, I suppose, though, and takes him off because God knows what would have happened. Scott Brown was on the park at this time yeah. and he would have done anything they possibly could to get Alfredo sent off. So it was the right thing to do, but he only got he only got booked because he's Alfredo. Yeah, no, that Duffy, man, he's an absolute fucking hammer thrower. I mean, I've seen buses turn quicker than him. He's Celtic signed that Duffy because one, he's fucking Irish, he's one of them, and it would ha- it would make them happy. They were delighted him coming up here thinking he was fucking Maldini or something. He's a fucking big diddy. That's what he is. He's been fucking caught out up here, and I'm pretty sure he'll be sent back to Brighton in this window because he's pish. And if I actually heard James McFadden at the end of the game saying he didn't actually look to go and hurt Ryan Kent, yeah, he fucking did. He fucking did. And McCoy's, and McCoy's, and even fucking Andy Walker said it could have been a red. And it probably should have been. And it kind of shows what Shane Duffy is. He's a hammer-throwing, dirty bastard. That's what he is. He's not a fucking footballer. He's come up here thinking, I'll fucking cakewalk this league. Pish. Go back down to Brighton and play in fucking a diddy Brighton team if you want. You crap. Um, but no, what you're saying, Alfredo Morelos, if it was anyone else, they wouldn't get booked. He's sticking up for his player who get fucking chopped down, and that's what I want. You need to fucking rally around. If somebody fucking hacks your player down, you want to rally around. But as soon as it happened, I, I went to use. I went. We need to take him off. We need to take him off. He can't be trusted for fifteen minutes. And, and, and Gerard did the right thing. Yeah, but again though, it's Bobby Madden went card happy at this time. He just started yeah. to fucking book anybody that kind of. Breathed out at this point, he, he, he kind of lost the plot a wee tiny bit. Um, I agree with you, and I'm glad that you stopped at Dirty Bastard with Duffy there. I didn't really know where you were going. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> worry. I'm not that pissed yet. I was kind of wee bit worried. I was like, all right, mate, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I mean, 100% agree with you. He's, he's went to do him there. And uh, as you say, Morelos has been booked because he is Alfredo Morelos. That's it, end of story. So, 81 minutes, there's a bit of slackness shown by Celtic at the back, leads to it and getting a shot, but it's just over. 83 minutes, Rangers are a bit, the Rangers stick or twist really at this point. Kent goes off for Zungu on the 85th minute, and it really takes us up to the kind of 89th, 90th minute. Celtic were staying up the park, keeping Rangers 
pretty much penned in. I think this was always always going to happen. Four minutes added on time. Again, Aribo off, Barker on. There's not really much to report at this point. But again, there could be, because all I was doing was sitting, just fucking praying for the final whistle. Raiders have got out with three points today. Um, we've won a game we probably did not deserve to win. But I'll say it again. I've said it a million times. This is the games that win new titles. This is what's going to have James Tavernier waving a shiny thing at me. And... I am fucking delighted and it's going to sicken the bastards. It's going to hurt them and they're going to greet and they're going to go up to Parkhead and throw fucking tomatoes at fucking everything. I don't know what they'll do, but oh, it, this is this is a glorious day to be a Rangers fan and we are fully in control of our own fate. Now, this is our league to give away and only, only us imploding is going to stop us winning 55, Ali. Yeah, you said everything I'd say, to be honest. Absolutely. I just wanted a win today. I didn't care how the fuck we did it. I mean, sitting watching that, it was fucking frightening at times. It was terrible. But, I mean, I have to give special mention. But when Big Balogun came in today, I, kinda, I would have played Holanda. But I thought Balogun and um, Goldson, I thought they actually played well today. I mean, if you actually look at the game, Griffiths, I mean, he had that good shot, Griffiths. But Goldson kept that Edward very quiet, very quiet the whole game. Didn't do much, Edward. Balogun had a good challenge as well in the box, but no, it's going to hurt the bastards so much because they played well, and you have to say, they did play well the first half, beating fucking, threw them under the bus, and then after that, to win it the way we did, I couldn't have asked a better way to do it because it'll sicken the cunts, and I, I can't wait to see them, hear them. It's, oh, it's going to be beautiful, but... Oh, at the end of it, I was I was kind of shell-shocked, to be honest. I think yeah, a lot of people were shocked at actually what we'd witnessed. But at the end of the day, three points. We are 19 points clear. Bring it on. We've got a few dodgy games in January. We can If we can navigate through them, oh, it's ours. It's ours to lose. Yeah, Scotia, final, final whistle thoughts, mate. Uh, final thoughts. Um, Carney, I was on, I think it was after the St. John's game, and I said he is... You know, these decade a decade ago, these were routine win routine wins that I thought we'd seen. Well, we're going back about twenty five years now, and these are the routine win routine wins <laughs> routine wins that I expected us to see then. And yes, this league is ours. I think we can't. As Ali says, unless we implode, I can't see us throwing it away. I don't see it either. I just, I, I can't see it now. I mean, I've been a wee bit believing and a wee bit not believing and a wee bit believing and a wee bit not believing just based on the previous experiences that we've had watching Rangers and we've had these great chances before, but we've now came through this spell again. Celtic are the ones that are going to Dubai. We're not going fucking anywhere. So, yeah, I, I fully believe now that this is our league to win and they can't do anything to stop us. And they could. It's going to go one or two ways for them. They're either going to implode or they're going to hit a good run of form. I fully believe if Lennon stays in charge, they will completely implode. I think. I don't think it's going to happen for them. I think they are. They now know going home today to cry into their, whatever they're going in to cry into. It's they know it's over, and they're not going to come back from this. I mean, I know they've got three games in hand, but nineteen points. Even if they win their three games in hand, we are ten points clear at the start of January, and people keep saying, it's early, it's early. Is it fuck early? We're over halfway through the season now. What is it you just told me, Alice, something like 16 games left or something? 16 games, but I, I would say today, 
psychologically that game, the way the game went, the way we won it, that'll that'll kill them. They they've they've went to rain, to to Ibrox today, played probably as good as they can play Celtic, and they've walked away with nothing. So psychologically, I think that will seriously damage them going forward, and they'll probably come back and go, "What the fuck do we need to do now? What do we need to do?" And to be honest, it's down to us now. It's down to us. We've killed off Celtic. We just need to motor on and tick these games off. Now, sixteen games it is. Tick them off and let's win this fucking title. And I want that fucking fifty-five flung in my face at the end of fucking the season. It will be. It will be. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Carney, can I just cut across? Yeah, like, going back to that, just going like remember when Samaras had the penalty against Jagger. Yeah. And that would, I mean, there wasn't 10 points in the league at that point, I don't think, you know, so, and it was similar time of the year, so yeah, this is massive, this is huge, huge. It is. it's absolutely massive, um, I, I'm, I'm fucking delighted, and I don't think it's fully sunk in yet, and I've had messages for people in left, right and centre talking about it all, and everyone's having party time, and I'm still a wee bit like you, as you said, Ali, I'm still a wee bit sitting going, hang on, fuck, we, 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 we could get about three points a day. We, how the fuck did we do that? But it's it's fucking glorious, and the more beer I drink, the more happier I'm, I'll probably become, and the more it'll sink into me, and it's it's great, and I want all of them to listen to this, because get it right fucking <laughs> up. <laughs> we are fucking back we are the fucking people this is tremendous um, so I'll trouble you for the man of the match now mate I've said earlier mine is Alan McGregor I don't think there's really any debate in it but I will make a special mention for Hadji I thought he was really good in the second half when he came on he made definitely made an impact on the game and from when the beat on red card um, I thought Steve Davis was really good at kind of controlling um, the midfield it was Again, it's quite disappointing the fact that it took them to go down to ten men for Davis to get his foot on the ball. But even at that, he was still he was still good. You can only put a team in front of you. So, Ali, your man of the match. Like I say, I, th- I thought the two centre backs were really good today. I thought they were solid. But no, it's got to be Alan McGregor. World class goalkeepers win new leagues, win new points. The Tims have went through I think three goalkeepers this year. No, he's won us that game today, Alan McGregor. He's hundred percent man of the match. Yeah, Scotia. Yeah, can't disagree with that, man. Um, I think we, we all spoke when we were speaking during the game. Like, Hadji changed that a wee bit, but no. Shagger for me, um, that was top class. And it aye, saved us, really. Yeah, so uh, an absolutely fantastic start to 2021 for Rangers. Um, I've got a really, 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 really good feeling that this is going to be the year. Um, I'll thank you all for listening. Um, And if you've liked what you've heard and you'd like to support us and help us grow, then you can subscribe and share anywhere that you can. It would really help us out. And if you can rate or comment on where you're listening, then please do so. We would love to hear from you. Also, you can get in touch with us and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we will pop up. So I will thank my 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 fellow my fellow Bills um, for coming on to this quite truly tremendous podcast. So Ali, thank you very much, mate. Oh, a pleasure. I just like to say, here you were with the sad face. Come up to my place and live it up. <laughs> Scotia, thanks very much, mate. Right, cheers. Well, I'm just going to get reset to watch Gary Anderson go through to the finals of the World Darts Championship. I'm definitely not going to be doing no, that, but no, fair enough, mate. <laughs>
Fair enough. Um, so we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your month. Enjoy the rest of your year. Um, we'll speak to you again next time. We are the fucking people.